So ladies, welcome back. This is our fourth podcast of 2019 and I'm always hoping to inspire you a little bit and to let you to continue working on your yeah, personal brand. And this time I've invited Daphne Feller, uh, my sister from another mister. She's a real sister because you need so, you need a really good tribe around you and she's part of my tribe. And, um, and Daphne has also sort of awoken my enthusiasm for the brain and for consciousness and how we use our brain. So Daphne, I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself. Tell me about where you're from because you're, you're from a corporate world, but now you're an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's right. Hello, everybody. Um, I used to work for corporate uh, around 12 years. And actually, I truly enjoyed it. I worked for mostly healthcare companies. And in my last role, I was partially responsible for sales and marketing in Europe. And I traveled a lot. I learned a lot. Um, I was enthusiastic about what I did. But I came to the point that I was offered to do an executive MBA. And I needed to decide on what topic I wanted to write my thesis. And um, I saw so many things happening within my organization. And I thought... I want to write a piece about employee engagement. I thought it was a very important subject. I think I still think it is um, because the subject is about how can we motivate people? How can we stimulate people in this world where a lot of things are happening and, and moving very fast? Um, and I just and I didn't just want to write about employee engagement, but I wanted to explain it with neuroscience about how the brain works. Yeah. So that's what got me motivated. So employee engagement, basically you're helping companies to get happier employees. Is that yeah. how I should look at it? Partially, yeah, partially. I think it's about people turning up at their job with a smile on their face, but also do they know what, what is motivating them? Do they know what their drive is? Do they really want to contribute to uh, a society and yeah. to their co company to make it a bit, a bit of a better place in this world? For the company and for themselves, yeah. So what you're doing is creating more awareness. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. So um, why did you decide to focus on the brain? What was it for you personally? Um, well, I did a study personnel and organization, uh, which I thought was very interesting. It was based on psychology. And this is a new field of science. And I think how the brain works, that's all where it starts, right? So it defines us for who we are and how we make our decisions and it explains why we act a certain way. And I think uh, by knowing what drives people and by knowing uh, how people can be explained, their behavior can be explained, can be so, is so fascinating to me. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of doing this MBA? Oh, um, it was mainly hard. <laughs> but uh, what I spe specifically enjoyed was um, all the knowledge that I've gotten. And it and it and my my perspective of the world just changed. It got bigger. So when I used to focus on small things, now you get this helicopter view. You know how to put things where they belong. Uh, I became less stressed about small things because I was able to see the bigger picture, which uh, is that it influences your brain. <laughs> well, again, and that's influencing my brain. So I'm more relaxed in life, and so it brought me a lot. Yeah. So what excites you the most about what you're doing now? 
Oh, because um, this is a completely different step, right? You're, yeah, you're actually not working for one company like you did for a long time, but you're an entrepreneur and you have to go out. You've got to really also maybe sell your product. Yeah, uh, and you've got to try and find clients. You've got to enthuse people. You're doing speaking engagements. There's so many different things. Yeah. you know, you help me. You, we do stuff together. Yeah. It's all about training. So, what excites you the most? Well, uh, with brain explainers, well. I enjoy the most it's just it's not about companies you know I aim for companies so I work with companies but it's about the people and what enthusiasm me most is that you see people change you know you give them insight you give them knowledge about on the subject that they want to be trained on and by giving that input and insight they know themselves a little bit better so they know how to respond to things they know how to act in a better way not because the outside world wants to but because they want to and that's what excites me i see people getting insights and and high and highlight in their day like oh now i know why i did a certain thing or now i know how i can change certain behavior that i really didn't like about myself and by empowering them and showing them how that is possible well i think that's magic Yeah, I like that about my job as well. But the thing that is the true challenge for me is for them to stick to that. It you is. Know, you can see people getting insights, but then it's like so hard because you know it yourself. It's hard to really change behavior and to implement all that you've learned. So it's about repeating. Yeah. Well, I think to change the knowledge that you're sharing. Yeah. Yeah, to change behavior, take on average 66 days. And when I tell people that, they think, oh, geez, 66 days, that's quite a long time. Uh, but I think you always need to start. So what do you want to focus on? This can be very small. So it's not always about changing your behavior entirely. It's more about what do you choose? What are you focusing on? Uh, what makes you happy? What's exciting you? What gives you energy? I think a lot of people are looking for their purpose, which is very important. But is that purpose giving you energy? Is that purpose uh, fulfilling you on the things that you do on daily uh, on daily notice? And That can always, cannot always be the case when you work for a corporate company. You have to do things that you don't like. But if you aim for the things and you do the things that you enjoy and get a lot of energy out, I think you can change. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a challenge, right? And what other challenges are you trying to help people to overcome? I think it's most that they want to, to aim for. Um, what I do is I focus on mindset, how to improve your mindset from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, what means that you can choose how you want to view things, that you always can be developed, that you don't have to compare. That you can always grow. Yeah, you can always grow. And you don't always have to compare yourself towards others, but you can grow for yourself. And it's that is really empowering. Uh, we do uh, My Happy Brain. So that's about how can you deal with emotions yeah. and use your prefrontal cortex that's related to your cognitive thinking skills about executive skills, planning, long-term, and how you can develop those and then be more balanced. Yeah. But also leadership. So I think everybody is a leader in this time of era we're in. Um, we all have to lead. We all have to make decisions. How can you do that? Yeah. Um, creativity. Very important. So you've got all yeah. this knowledge, right? There's so many subjects that you can talk about. So let me take you a little bit back. Okay. Like 20 years back and you're a teenager. Yeah. What would you have told your teenage self oh. about your brain? Oh. <laughs> I'm oh, sure a lot of women are brain. thinking about that now. There might be some women having some young daughters out there. What would they, oh. what would they need to tell their young girls? I think I did it. And I, I, I hope... 
other youngsters will do as well. Just go, try, you know? Action gives you clarity, I always say. We, a lot of time we're- I like that, can you repeat it? Uh, action gives you clarity. So a lot of times we're thinking about things and again and so again and it, again. It's not clear because it's in our no, head. No, it's in our head. And sometimes you need to make the connection also in your brain between your feelings and your thoughts. If you don't do that, you, it sticks there with your thoughts. And if you try, you know, oh, I like it, I don't like it. it. It makes it very easy, but you have to be willing to put the effort in there to try. And accept that when you're failing, it's not failing. It's, it's uh, the, the really that you're... The, proof that you've tried yeah i like what oprah says about that she says failing is just a signal you need to go in another direction yeah it's i love that because it's really that way so i think i would give that advice um yeah and i like to talk about women specifically because you know we have a different kind of brain than men we do yeah so what's the difference well, we're different wired. We have a different hormone system. Is it, uh, is it that we're more cross or just... No, it's mainly uh, based on how uh, our hormone system works. So we have ah. different type of hormones, which actually, for instance, we are more social. So if you, for instance, look at stress, men get more stress about achieving things. Mm. And women often get more stress about social things. Yeah. Do I fit into the group? Do people like me? Uh, um Things like that. And I think maybe that's also the problem that we have with young girls nowadays and this whole Snapchat slash Instagram social media thing, because women are constantly trying to fit in. So you've got all these women looking at these perfect bodies and hair and everything. It's horrible, actually, because, well, I'm on Instagram myself as well, but I think like your prefrontal cortex and that's the part of the brain that's related to your conscience decision making. Well, it's only developed when you're around 25 years old. So can you imagine when we look at Instagram, sometimes we feel like everybody's perfect. Everybody has it all. But we can cognitively cognitively decide, okay. It's fake. They they cry in their bed as well, you know, sometimes. Um, But when you're younger, you cannot make that distinction distinction between it. So it makes it very hard. And we are constantly, I think, younger generations, older generations, we live in this world that we constantly compare. Yeah. And that makes it so hard because you can never be the best in everything. So how can you train your brain to stop either wanting to fit in or, um, you know, being really, you know, comparing yourself to a higher standard all the time? I think that has a has lot that to do with values or I think with mindset. So I think a lot of you can decide for yourself that I am good enough as I am right now. And sometimes it doesn't feel that way. You know, you always want to get better or people are better. You see that happening. You can decide I'm trying. I do the best I can. And I look at every step I take and I'm proud of that. Yeah. I think a lot of people do a lot of things and they are not really proud of the steps they take they only they are only proud when they're on the top of the mountain yeah, so they're, they're not enjoying it no and it's sometimes difficult but i think um mindset deciding on how you want to view things is uh, well a big decision maker okay so i'm going to develop a growth mindset because that's important yeah um, and it's a way to keep growing yeah. instead of just being critical to myself all the time. I'll, yeah. I'll be like, oh, well, you're doing a great job. Do it again. Yeah. Um, so the, the whole mindset thing is important for women. But what if you um, come from, because I do think that your history and background is such an important part. 
So how can you change, because I'm really going deep now, yeah. somebody's mindset who is totally insecure? Yeah. You know, for instance, if I look at myself, I was never that kind of woman. I always liked being the outsider, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I moved a lot. And by the time that I was a teenager, I was 10 and we moved to Amsterdam. And, um, you know, I was always the only black girl, you know, so yeah. as o I've always been an outsider yeah and maybe as a teenager I was I don't know I, I guess I was not bothered by it that much I just thought I'm lucky to be here you know I'm lucky that I've got a brain that works <laughs> I don't know I just yeah. looked at it like that but some so many people don't look at it like that they they really put themselves in this um, position where they think um, that they are sort of well I don't want to say that they're a victim of it but they feel like they can't change it anymore because yeah. they're saying it's just who I am. It's just who I am. Yeah. You know, how can you say to somebody that thinks this is their character yeah. that they are able to change that? You know, um, and I know it's through developing a growth mindset, but can you give me a practical tip of how would you start that? Because I'm looking at myself. Yeah. For instance, I've always said I'm so bad with money, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now I'm just training myself first not to say it anymore. Yeah. And I'm also focusing on all these different programs about money. Oh, yeah. That's good. <laughs> it can help. Well, firstly, I think it's important that you cannot change where you're coming from, right? So you cannot change what you have experienced. Uh, so you're co coming to this world, DNA mama, DNA papa, you're this beautiful little baby and then you grow you experience things you see things it shapes you so by the time you are at the age that you think about self-development you already build yourselves you know um, but it doesn't mean you can change it I think sometimes who you have people that have that victim role um, they say well I cannot change but like you said I cannot change because I'm not good with money well, you'd convince yourself that you're not good with money. Any, everybody can be good with money. Oh, so it's about changing your convictions. It's, it's about limiting beliefs that you have, but it's a belief that you truly believe. And that's why changing your limiting beliefs, you have practices for that, uh, which we will do in your course. But you can change your limiting beliefs, um, but you have to know what they are first. And often they start with, I can't, I won't, I'm not good enough. When I climbed Mont Blanc, I noticed that I said to myself, oh, I'm not strong enough. I'm the only girl. And then I said, no, no. Okay, flip it around. I am strong enough. Who says I'm not strong enough? It can be done, right? And the second thing people can do um, is sleep over for a night. So you, ch you, you, you write it down. You want to have a new belief in a couple of steps. And then you have to start practicing it. And you can do it, but you have to want to. So if you say, well, I'm not happy, I'm not good with money, I'm not really sporty, I don't have enough um, confidence to go in a bikini or I'm not uh, disciplined enough to go to sports. No, that's not true. I think a lot of people say that with sports, for instance, but I think they're very disciplined in other areas. So why not sport? It's a belief. It's a belief. So they, oh, it's an easy belief. Yeah. It's an easy belief. So they say, well, I'm not good at sport, I'm not disciplined. Okay, check the box, I don't have to go. Yeah. So you have to be willing to change it, but it doesn't feel good in the beginning. I will say it's you, uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable. But and that's that's a really old saying. But you, if you're changing your behavior and it feels uncomfortable, it's good. It means you're changing into something that you want to be, yeah. want to become, want to act. Yeah. But it takes some time and effort and you have to 
be aware. Don't do 10 things at the same time. Pick one thing. What is yeah. really important to you now? And make the, de the, the decision, do you want to work on it now? Yeah. So how do you deal with, um, I don't know, we all experience jealousy on uh, Instagram. How do you deal with it? When you see, for instance, somebody doing something that you would have liked to have done. Of course I have that as well sometimes. So I see things like, oh, I want that as well. A vacation or everybody's writing a book. I'm, I'm doing it as well, but it takes so long. And I think, how, how are all these women writing books and don't have other things to do? So I feel that, but then I think about, no, this is my journey. I'm doing other things. And to be honest, it's my decision not to focus on it. Mm. Because let's, I have to be accountable for myself. I make the decision to do a lot of trainings, to do a lot of lectures, which, enable, not, uh, which keeps me away from writing the book. So I have to block my agenda. Yeah. And probably they have done that. So you have to be self-accountable as well. So that's how I deal with it. It's like, if I don't like it, do I want to change it? Yes. Then go into action. Yeah. Look at your agenda. It's not going to happen mir uh, on a miraculously. Miraculously. <laughs> I love the word. Very difficult to pronounce. Um, so you have to work for it. But I always think about, and I believe in, uh, in you can make your own choices. If you yeah. want to, start working for it. And another um, thing about Instagram that I love while watching your page is, you know, you're showing your personal side and your little girls and... What roles do what role do your daughters play in your decision to focus on the brain? Yeah, that's very interesting because when I started it, I was just so fascinated with all the knowledge. I just wanted to learn more, know more. And then you go into the data, and then you go into lectures, and then you go into articles, and then you read all the developments in the world. A lot of stress, a lot of burnout, a lot of people that have anxiety attacks. Yeah, are women more prone to burnout than men? No, it's not that, really that way. Well, I think in, a, in an environment where we're living is that a lot of things are related towards another yeah. and socially connected, uh, that ena enables the stress factor with women quicker. Yeah. That's true. Um, so for that reason, I think women sometimes feel easier stressed. So what is a burnout? Well, a burnout is, is like you have stress um, for several reasons, but then if you have it too often, uh, then your, your brain literally get overworked. And then at one point you just block out. So it means it's difficult f to listen, it's difficult to speak. Uh, you cannot think clearly. Your brain is totally overworked. So what are the signals? Uh, I think it's an easy one. If you're stressed, you have you have your high blood pressure. You you feel your heart. You have a lot of pain in your head. Uh, you forget tend to forget things. When you have a burnout, well, everything's done. So you wake up and it's you forget you forget everything. You don't know how to work. It really if you have a burnout, you're not able to work. Yeah. And it really takes half a year to get over it. Yeah. So back to your daughters. Yeah, my daughters, my sweet little daughters. So when I started this journey, it was mostly about that. But then I read so many things, I think, oh, my girls are being brought up in a world where everything is possible and so many people are still unsatisfied, not fulfilled, not happy, searching for answers. And I think um, I don't want my daughters to experience that. You want happy kids. I want happy kids. I want them smiling. I want to see the opportunities they have, but also the self-confidence. To know, okay, this is what I want. Uh, this is what I stand for. This like is what I'm aiming yeah. for. And if I'm able to contribute a little to that, for instance, by writing a book, 
by, by sharing my stories, by sharing knowledge about how to do that, I'm a very happy woman. Yeah. Yeah. So we're waiting for that book now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> very soon. No, I'm planning in my agenda. I've, I've done it. So hopefully soon. So final question. Yes. What tip can you give women to train, start training their brains? Um, I, would, I would suggest look up on the internet, fixed mindset and growth mindset, work on that. Yeah. I think a lot well, of... we discuss it in the program. Yeah. yeah, yeah. in the program is there as well. I think... So that book by Carol Dweck would be a very important one. Well, just look up for articles or follow your program. I think you can you can practice it with with very valuable, but sometimes simple steps. Yeah. Um, and I think having a growth mindset can help you in so many ways. It reduces your stress. It will empower you. Gives you more confidence. And makes you happier. Yeah. In the end, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, ladies. Well, I'm very happy that I got to quickly chat with you because I know you're a busy woman. Thank you so much, Daphne. Oh, more than welcome. And I'm looking forward to our next podcast, which again is a surprise. I'm constantly doing these things as a surprise. Um, and I'll see you back soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>